When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time to prevent a war. I'm Jenna Steber and I play Astra Buffet-addled half-elf oracle who is exactly who she says she is. And I'm joined by... Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Brightchild, a hot and sunny Ifrit resort spa paladin, eager to help and flex. Caitlin Stadahar playing Patty Hertz, a rat folk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. Paul Lukemeyer playing Zelf, an elfin battle chef carving a name for himself in the high stakes world of magical cooking. And we're, of course, led today and for the rest of all time by our illustrious GM and world builder, Justin Green. Justin, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Excited about doing a dinner party episode again today. <laughs> 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 yeah, kinda. Because every time we do Why a dinner party, every time we do a dinner party, it's our first chance to get it right. You know, right? And this is our first chance in this loop to get it right. You know, yeah. things have been going well. F two G went great. Like, F two G did this go is, great. Uh, All right, keep riding that wave. This dinner party is going to be a success. Calling it now. So confident. Okay, Into your out of character, but still channeling Johnny. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to crush it. I'm really excited to hear about the menu that Paul has meticulously planned over oh, wow. the past uh -oh. two weeks. Oh, I've got big anime spot drops all of a sudden. So the squad has made it back to Fainalin, and they've parted ways with Tetra, about to head back to the Goblin Village for dinner with Zelf. As you guys make your way out there, I had a couple just sort of check-in questions for the group. <laughs> Johnny, when you got your memories back, it wasn't just your memories of Loop 1, but you also got a handful of memories from your actual past that you had recovered in the previous loop. And then with Tetra's help, you have this potential to unlock more. But the brief flashback that you had when you looked out at the Olvidel ruins going to Ogavias, it didn't seem like what you saw was particularly good. So how hmm. is Johnny feeling getting all of this back and, and kind of being in a better position than he's been in previously? You know, these things coming out about what happened in the past loop with, with Aster becoming a vampire and Zelf <laughs> doing stuff with the, the ministry to, to, to like, you know, 
kill gods, which Johnny had been pretty outwardly against. And then Patty also seems just like really kind of sketched out. So Johnny is picking up some strange vibes and that's adding to the strange vibes that he's already had. And it's kind of causing him to spiral internally. So Johnny's very quiet. You know, he was just like, yeah, you know, we got these roommates like and he thought he had like some sort of solid things that he could rely on. And now like probably... Uh, he'll be sort of staring off kind of distantly, maybe just nodding along like he's pretending like he's trying to be in a conversation, but he's doing a really bad job of faking it. Poor Johnny. <laughs> I always feel so bad when we have to be blunt with him. <laughs> Patty has also seen some things and the memories of your spirit quest you, when you touched the meteorite at the end of last loop is all pretty confusing. But then after Ogavia used her Hibdol magic on you, it felt briefly like you were on another planet again. What does Patty think about that whole ordeal and kind of this weird, like, out-of-body experience she had? Generally, she's a hacker and a slasher, and this whole thing makes her <laughs> deeply uncomfortable. She doesn't understand it. She is not used to forays into other worlds. She's used to blowing things up, wearing pretty outfits. She feels... <laughs> uncomfortable but a little a little drawn i think to this other place to this other world that she keeps brushing up against and feeling little vibes from astra you had some memories of note return as well (laughs) but just in general with writing self out of the journal johnny accepted your bs explanation at face value (laughs) Patty never really lets things drop you know uh whether or not she brings it up to you What's going on there? And then also just uh, after now you have this memory of what happened in Fainland Academy, the loop before the main loop. What is Astra feeling about her decision to take Ogavia's shadow? Ooh, yeah, it's a lot of good questions. Uh, Astra's already forming a dozen lies to cover why <laughs> myself's name isn't in the journal. That will surely come up when they engage with him. As for the Ogavia shadow, it, yeah, it's tricky because like, Astra has seen what what is essentially her worst nightmare play out because she's always been afraid of the corrupting influence of some of the aspects of her her magic. And so to see that play out exactly in the worst way that she could possibly imagine <laughs> in the past uh, has absolutely terrified her. But also in a way that she feels like she needs to prepare. She is very, very afraid of the power that she has access to while also being more afraid of other things. So I think she's sort of coming, trying to come to terms with the fact that she needs to start figuring some of this out. Hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, Ezra is not ready to sue Zoblin. <laughs> uh, in fact, as uh, in their transit over, she's gonna raise an important specter, which is so. Uh, uh, Ogavia said something interesting that I want to circle back on, which is that Zelf, in the last time loop, when he was hypothetically allied with us seems to have cast a ritual to destroy the meteor of Hibdal. Whoa. Yeah, so, like, let's talk about that before we uh, face Zelf in real time, which is right now and no other time. <laughs> because that's messed up, right? 
Isn't that messed up? Yeah, but like that was the last loop, right? Like a lot of things messed up happened in the last loop, right? Like Patty was talking about you turned in like a vampire or something. Like that's crazy. Like I didn't make that choice, you know, unlike Zelf, who seems to have made the choice. What I'm suggesting is that the Zelf of the last time loop kind of betrayed us a bunch. And we have the ability. <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding it in. <laughs> uh, now that te- te- Tetra's gone, right? Okay. Anyway, let's, let's go. Like, anyway. <laughs> the self of the last time loop was seemed to be acting kind of against us. Maybe at least in a lateral sense and not a literal sense until it was a literal sense, which we got to as well. But we have the ability to restore that Zelf. I guess the question is, should we? I mean, he was our roommate. Yeah, but I mean, Astra has a point. He was <laughs> awfully sketched towards the end there. Like, my memory is kind of strange, like, about, like, that time. So, like, I just, like, got to rely on you two, like, to make the decision, I guess. Like, sorry. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just, like, I personally think, like, you know, Zelf is a solid dude. And, like, you know, in this loop or, like, the next and stuff like that, I feel like... You know, even as Zoblin, like, he's a little bit strange, but, like, he could be, like, you know, like, a powerful ally and stuff like that. And, like, he would, like, see it our way. I mean, I don't disagree. I'm not saying we don't need him around still, but I think we got to keep him on a short leash this time around. Do you put roommates on leashes? Like, what? I mean, if they misbehave. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I guess, like, what is your read on Zoblin? Like... Do you think he's more chill? I mean, I love his look. <laughs> oh, it's really? very cool. Very alternative. Ooh, okay. And I like his involvement in goblin culture. I respect that. Right. F2G. <laughs> I'm down yeah. to give him a chance. F2G, guys. F2G. F2G. Okay. F2G. <laughs> well, I guess let's play it by ear, but I, I think we should consider the fact that maybe we want Zoblin and not Zelf. <laughs> Whoa. Paul, I'm so sorry. I keep talking with your character. I'm so sorry. The boldness is what makes this show interesting. <laughs> just like Urkelf's hot nuts. It's the boldness mm, that really... I just can't stop. <laughs> Upsettingly hot. <laughs> That's the tag. Upsettingly hot. <laughs> Crack into some upsettingly hot nuts. Like, I'd buy those. So, like, how would we protect against it, Astra? Don't we want him to be someone who remembers us? Like, is that a bad thing wow. if he remembers well, us being friends? Well, Johnny, that is the question, isn't it? <laughs> it's that question and also, were we friends? Oh, no. I spend so, like, a lot of like, late nights with Zelf. Like, you know, like, I feel oh, like... Oh, I know. I know. We all spent late nights. We've all got really bad sleeping habits. <laughs> we should figure something out there sometime, but no. So, Astra, I, I've got a question for you, and I, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. And me, you know, think that I think that you are spooky or anything like that. But, like, I, I've seen you do some some spooky stuff. I don't know if we give him these memories back and then we don't like it. Can we take him away again? <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I thought that lead up was going to end. I wasn't going <laughs> to ask if you were going to vampire him. I mean, I get. I want to emphasize that that was not my choice. <laughs> and uh, under normal circumstances, obviously, I would never be so horrifyingly evil. 
I, I mean, I don't think there's anything we could do. I don't think we could take it back. I mean, until, you know, the time loop loops again. But were you horrifyingly evil last loop? Because you you seem like a good dude. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Johnny. We've done such a bad job catching you up. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I mean, I thought I could pick it up by context clues, but like maybe I need a refresher. I don't know know why you would think you would be able to do context clues. But no, Johnny, in the catacombs, when we first encountered the Lunas's crown, it made me a little bit of a vampire, and then some what? other things happened that made me more of a vampire. What? Yeah, Johnny, I know, yeah. <laughs> but, like, you didn't, like, feed on any of us, though, right? That's true. I didn't feed on any of you. <laughs> Not of us. You didn't feed on anyone. Yeah, that's what I was... And then, like, also, <laughs> you were walking around out in the daylight, I swear, right? Like, Yeah, for some of it. Well, see, I wasn't a full vampire. This is the thing. Whoa. So does that mean you, like, weren't totally bad then because you weren't like a full vampire this is such a strange thing right because like most people become vampires and don't unbecome vampires you know what i mean that's how the story goes yeah it's a pretty one-way transition so i guess i've had a pretty remarkably unique experience yeah because like you're not one now so like what was it like uh it was terrifying johnny whoa I didn't want to eat blood, but, like, I really wanted to, you know? Astra, hearing your account of your vampire days, you know, makes me reconsider a little. (laughs) That was you in a different situation, just like everything Zelf did was in a different situation. (laughs) Maybe we need to give him another chance. Damn it, Caitlin. You got me. (laughs) See, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're roommates, right? Like, you know, it's like our job, like, you know, to, like, be like a safe space, right? like a roommate you know what patty i'm glad we talked this through i think you're right and 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 zelf only put me in that cage because i was a vampire after all so there's no reason to expect that he would do the same thing again i feel like we just settled it but like i gotta bring this up now like yeah the fact that you were in a cage like yeah dude astra the reason like we found zoblin was because we were looking for small and zelf has small (laughs) In a cage. What? Yeah, he's doing diplomacy, apparently, but there's a cage? I don't really know. No. Oh, my God. Okay, so it just, it doesn't seem like Zoblin is actually all that different from Zelf. Like, he does seem like Zelf, but, like, honestly, like, maybe I don't know Zelf. I'm starting to think that we don't know Zelf very well at all. I mean, maybe the best thing to do is to give him back his memories and just see how the pieces all lie. I think that's about all we can do. He destroyed a demigod, though, right? Well, he destroyed a connection to a demigod. Hibdol's still out there, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, because Olgavia <laughs> was able to use Hibdolian magic. Whoa. Oh, my God. You're right. So, like, he's still got to be there. It's just, like, his scrying network got disconnected. And so, hmm. I mean, but that also sucks. Like, Zelf did that. Because that's a lot of people who don't have that magic anymore. Hmm. 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 If we write in the book right now that we're friends with Zelf, will he remember we're friends? Like, if he touches it? (laughs) (laughs) So touching. How do we make friendship blast across space and time? That's all Johnny wants. You're at Zelf's name back in the list, but it's our friend Zelf. (laughs) I love the idea of Johnny altering the journal in order to make us all better friends. Right? It's still an insane thing to do. It's an absolutely insane thing to do. (laughs) Johnny, I think Zelf is going to be as much friends with us 
as he was in the last loop, to whatever degree that was true for each of us. So for you, it's going to be great, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I still think we, we got to give him a chance to write the, I don't know. I don't know if I want to call him wrongs, but the questionable choices of the past. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I mean, the most questionable thing is, is that he didn't let you in on the plan, right? To capture me as a vampire. Because that's like, you're like Patty Hurts. You're like, like, why wouldn't he tell you, you know? Yeah, nobody was letting me in on pretty much anything at that point. So <laughs> Again, I was a vampire, so I could you know, I couldn't. Patty's holding the grudge. Just... That was scary and she didn't like it. <laughs> uh, can we spend the rest of the trip? Uh, just filling in Johnny basically on the sketch of what happened while he was gone. <laughs> Do you tell me about Johnny Anaj? Ooh, fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> Patty is uh... nervous about telling Johnny too much about Johnny Anaj. Yes. I, like, she's afraid that the knowledge is going to trigger something in him and make Johnny Anaj come mm. back, and she does not want that. Yes. And I, I'm concerned about the fact that using the journal on Johnny didn't seem to give him the Johnny Anaj memories. Yeah, I am I think Patty's going to tread lightly on the topic of Johnny Anaj. Yeah. I think Astra is too, and I think it's funny that they both came to that conclusion. <laughs> Why didn't Self tell me you were evil? When? This loop or last loop? Either. Wait, are you evil this loop? No. <laughs> no, I'm a lovely person, Johnny. Once again, refusing to cast. <laughs> or evil. I, no, I'm just asking. Like, I'm. You know, I just don't know. Yeah, no. I mean, I wasn't, e again, I know we talked about this, but I wasn't evil in the last loop until just like the very end. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was I was super, super good. And then I was a little ambiguous for a bit. And then I was just like weirdly, really evil. And I'm totally good now. I'm back to being, I'm just, I'm the little old Astra, you know, and love, whatever that implies. What does that feel like? How do you know? That you're good or evil. And, like, does it feel different? You, you've shaken Nestor to the core. <laughs> <laughs> I love Johnny's philosophical asides. Uh, she just, she won't respond because she doesn't know. That might be the, the driving force behind Astra is she does not know how to tell. Mm -hmm. Another long walk and another existential conversation. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, great. Patty, you think what Ray did was good, right? Um, I think what Ray did was successful. <laughs> we did a good job. I love that. Yeah. Patty tries very hard to avoid discussions <laughs> of morality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, fascinatingly so. Johnny, does it matter what the goals are? Or does it only matter what the actions are? I think both. Right? Oh, God. That's so much to worry about. I think, like, if you mean to do good and you do good, that's the best, right? But, like, if you mean to do good, but you don't do good, even though you meant it, like, I mean, the bad trumps the good, like, in the end, right? Because you, you still have to take responsibility because, like, you weren't aware enough. Like, you didn't do the good you wanted to do. So then it's on you to do the good you meant to do. But, like, it's still wrong. Hmm. 
I mean, I guess if you just do what the law says all the time, it's really easy to be good, huh? Should I become lawful? <laughs> well, I mean, like, I don't know, Astra. Like, I thought I was doing everything right with you back, like, in the last loop, but I was still got thrown in jail, right? And, like, honestly, I feel like Castian really had to, like, stretch out for me in order for me not to get in trouble. And, like, that doesn't sit right with me. Like, Johnny, you only got in trouble because the law was corrupt and wrong. Like, <laughs> so many laws are. Maybe it's worth not even trying, you know? Because it's like... You try to do good and you fuck up. What's even the point? And if you do evil things, but the result is good, that doesn't make you a hero. It just feels like there are so many ways to fail and so few ways to succeed. I completely forgot about that other option of being evil and doing good. Like, I don't. Yeah, right. (laughs) That's the real temptation. I don't know. Maybe that's like fate or something like intervening. Wow. Like that's what the loops are about, right? Like, we're trying to make it right? Hmm. That's why we don't just destroy this journal? Well, this is the thing, right? You do something, and maybe the thing that you do is good or bad in the moment. And then maybe the implications of that thing a hundred years down the line or just a week down the line are good or evil. And, like, it's so hard to judge because then you do something good and it causes some evil. Well, then the thing you did retroactively is evil. When are we supposed to, like, eat and sleep between all this, though, right? Because the world's really bad. What if you do evil because you're just hungry? That's, I mean, what is a vampire (laughs) if not that, you know? That's what I've been thinking about, Astra. Like, what if you're just, like, a kid that, like, didn't have the food? Like, what if you're just, like, Alec? Alec had, like, the means to get blood, and so, like, he was fine. Mm. I don't know. It's hard. I think we have the time loop to try to find what actions are good and what actions are evil and then to try again then for this loop gang i want to try giving zilf back his memories okay johnny are we gonna have a loop where we just give in and be super evil didn't we already have that loop? <laughs> Not that Johnny knows. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody really went hog wild. <laughs> it was kind of a downer, honestly. Just being like, oh, I'm just like normal Astra, even though I've got insane, cool magic powers and I can drink blood and heal super quick and bend people's will to my own but i didn't do any of that stuff because i was too busy trying to be a normie like you guys so it was kind of i don't know i feel like i could do a better job at being evil if i had another chance (laughs) (laughs) maybe at another time loop we should all become vampires and just kind of you know just kind of (laughs) see johnny you want to become a vampire with me patty vampire loop i mean Maybe next time. I'll consider it. Maybe next time? Okay, think about it, think about it, think about it. Well, yeah, we don't have to do it immediately. I just think it might be fun. Anyway, I think we're coming up on the village. (laughs) Oh, thank God. Okay, man. My feet and my mouth hurt. To check in with Zelf really fast, too. Uh, Zelf doesn't have any of his memories, but he does have his cookbook that exists outside of the time loops. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Suddenly, two strangers have shown up one of whom uh, was mentioned by name in this book. They're talking about past lives. They're making big promises to you. What is Zelf thinking about who these people are, what they're selling as he uh, is is making this meal? Zelf doesn't trust these visitors, but he is very excited that they mentioned the journal because that was also referenced in his notes to himself, and he's interested in more meta-loop knowledge. 
So he's intrigued by the possibilities, even though he thinks that these two people might not be who they say they are, might be spies, might be spies unwittingly, etc., etc. So he's just going to see how things unravel. Can I ask a question that none of our characters would know? I'm just curious. (laughs) Yeah, what's stopping you? Um, I'm trying to be polite. (laughs) (laughs) Was it Johnny or Patty that was mentioned in the journal? Or in the cookbook, I should say. Uh, So he mentioned Astra. He's like, don't trust Astra. And he mentioned Johnny. He's like, watch out for Johnny and Aj. But I don't think he wrote anything about Patty. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Unproblematic queen. (laughs) Yeah. Patty's too trustworthy (laughs) to get worn a special note. (laughs) Our three traveling characters approach the goblin village. Patty and Johnny, your third time back. (laughs) Astro, this is your first time here. You see some stables with disenchanters, and you see the little chef goblins running around uh, a large bonfire in the center of like this wide open space when you walk through the gates. You also see a familiar face ahead of you as well. You see Manny Meadowsweet outside looking over a small baby disenchanter. Uh, that is just getting its oh, uh, little giraffe feet uh, underneath it. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, trying to walk around, <laughs> uh, just falling over. Sweet. Oh, uh, being cute. Uh, Manny's keeping a distance, <laughs> ar- like, kind of arms crossed, like unaffected. Oh. Whoa, Manny. Oh, my God. Can I pet him? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at the baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Where's Topus? Topus. <laughs> Patty and Johnny are going to make themselves at home. F2G. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Manny uh, doesn't stop you from petting the disenchanter, but he does seem irritated by it. <laughs> Patty, you're able to find. Tapas, who tells you dinner is almost served. Patty hurts. Uh, you can make your way into the dining room. <laughs> I rolled a 25 on my handle animal check to get the <laughs> baby disenchanter <laughs> to behave and sit and offer its paw. <laughs> Time well spent with Johnny. Oh, come on, Manny. You just gotta like give him the right motivation. Manny's like, look, he's not a pet, okay? It's inappropriate to be doing this. He's so oh, What do you mean he's not a pet? Look at him. Can we use our extra dose on Manny? Because I want our sweet boy back. Whoa. I don't want the surly <gasps> Manny. I love that idea, Caitlin, actually. <laughs> what if we give it just to Manny but not to Zoe? <laughs> we really want funny. sweet Manny back. <laughs> Manny, what are you going to name it? It's not going to be named. Zelf gave me this disenchantator to raise as a chef would, ethically. But Zelf calls you by a name. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused, <laughs> like, on levels here? Because, like, it's not your pet? No, he's livestock, Johnny. <laughs> so you're going to eat him? That's no reason not to, like, hug him and stuff. <laughs> Dude, he's going to be a meal for you, bro. What the hell? Don't you think it should have a, a good experience with life that it has? Yeah. I mean, because you're going to die someday, but that doesn't mean we starve you and don't give you a name and don't acknowledge your humanity. Yeah. Your elf manity. I'm sorry. Who is this one? Who's the new? Oh, what? that's right. Oh, my God, <laughs> Manny. You don't know who I am. That's so funny. Manny, name it. Name it. Manny, name it. <laughs> I like that she doesn't introduce herself. Just continues to order Manny to name it. <laughs> Manuel. Make an intimidate check. <laughs> 
DC is like four. Flash your teeth at him. We need to give Manny his memories back so that he's afraid of Astra again. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just like the idea that he's naturally afraid of you across loops. Yeah, <laughs> for a different reason every time. It's kind of the same reason. I rolled an 11. I actually don't have a lot of points in Intimidate. <laughs> you can try to intimidate me, but you're not more intimidating than Zoblin. You'll understand when you meet him. Mm. Manny, that just means I need to bully you more. Dude, Astra, Zoblin's got tats. Are you saying if I got tattoos, I'd be more intimidating? No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Should we do a time loop where we all get super tatted? Yes. Dead the phone loop. <laughs> we can all join the circus as tattooed people. That can be our cover. Well, how about Gia? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. yeah. Johnny, what should we name this thing? <laughs> Manny won't be able to resist using whatever name we give it, I know. I don't know. I think Gumball. Gumball! Yes! Gumball. Yes! Gumball! Oh, you're a Gumball, aren't you? And like probably like licks him and touches his sword and like drains some magic out of him. Oh, shit! Oh, Gumball is a... Andrew, you nailed it in one. All right. <laughs> Gumball, I love Gumball. I, hey, Manny, it makes sense because you'll chew him later. Oh, <laughs> so it's no. like it's still like a food stuff, you know? Isn't that nice, Manny? Uh, he <laughs> kind of glowers and he walks into one of the doors besides the stable. <laughs> I can't stand this, Manny. Right? Honestly, Manny's probably still put out because he was in a pie when we found him. And like, that's definitely got to be stressful. I just don't like his attitude. <laughs> Yeah, he's just such a sourpuss, and it's not that's not the Manny Meadow Sweet we know and love. Exactly. Should we ask Manny if he wants his memory back or just do it to him? I feel like it's more <laughs> fitting to just do it to him, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's more Manny appropriate. I think that as a group, you will be able to put together, you have to have written in the journal. Oh, to no. use the journal as a focal point. Right, which is why Aster remembered the other loop because she wrote her own name in it. Yeah. We have to have Surly Manny. Um, no. Okay. Fuck. I don't want you to waste your other elixir to figure that out the hard way. Oh, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Justin. Justin, how dare you make us keep unpleasant <laughs> Manny forever? We'll just have to <laughs> fix him the old-fashioned way with friendship. No, we'll fix him the old-fashioned way with a time loop. So we won't have him write in the book this loop so he doesn't remember this Manny. <laughs> Welcome to the Planescape, where good and evil clash, where law and order maintain their delicate balance. Among the legends written in the stars of the Astral Sea, are these four idiots. That's how we do it on the plane of fire. Uh, just don't break any of the furniture, alright? Everyone who doesn't have fire resistance and is eating the hot sauce, please make a constitution saving throw. Hey, mate. Their aim? Repeating history. And uh, fortunately, my arms of the astral self have a 10-foot reach, so I don't even need to close to whack them. Is that your whole turn? I <laughs> say yes. The crew of the Spelljammer per Aspera take on any job, ill-advised or otherwise, on Rolling with Difficulty, a D&D actual play podcast, led by intrepid alliterative dungeon master Austin Funk, players Sophia. I'm a really good mechanic, and I'm going to fire off the next bowl. <laughs> Noir. But just in case, he'll begin putting up his conspiracy board. Wally. It's best if I just... 
serve one up for y'all. And red. Oh, okay. A fight's happening. I know what to do. <laughs> Explore all the mysteries and hijinks the Planescape has to offer. From the streets of Sigil straight to your favorite audio platform or YouTube, listen along and you'll see that while this crew may not be the stuff of legends yet, they're definitely rolling with difficulty. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yeah. Slash Zelf, how would you like this dinner to run? It says there's assigned seating. What's happening? Yeah, I think there is assigned seating. Since this is a magical meal, I don't think there's enough to go around for all the goblins. Probably they have their own goblin dinner. And then Zelf has his special guests that are going to eat the magic dinner. So there's a side kitchen or an area to the side of the kitchen where they can have, you know, the grown up <laughs> table. Yeah. You've made some sort of goblin goulash. Yeah, there's a big pot of stew for the goblins. <laughs> Uh, and since Self actually wants to entertain, he's not going to do the thing where he's cooking and serving. He'll have Manny do that stuff. Everything's basically finished. He's just having Manny plate and serve. Great. So he's probably waiting for them at the dining zone. To the left, there is a hut with an open door. Inside, you can see a lawn table, and it is set up with plates and everything ready to eat. Zelf, what are you serving? Is there stuff on the table currently? Manny will serve when he's seated. There's got to be a gong for each course. Yeah. So Zelf is up front near the gong. Uh, Probably there are snacks and appetizers. The theme is local fare, so probably nuts, 
crackers and dips, spreads, mm. things like that. Ooh, la, la. I love a fancy dip, you know? Do you guys like dip? Johnny, dip? Patty, dip? Yeah, I'll always dip. Oh, yeah. Zelf! Oh, my God. You do have... You have a lot of tattoos. Does Zoblin have a new token? Looks like... <laughs> fucking spectacular. <laughs> Those fucking tattoos. Ah, I guess have returned. Johnny, Patty, and I see that they found somebody who got lost on our way to a cocktail party. Welcome to the gourmet village. Talent's <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> for the audience the image of zoblin that justin has provided for our gaming interface he has a visible tattoo on his chest that is a black pyramid that says balanced breakfast because he is the pharaoh of the food pyramid as we will recall <laughs> justin asked me if there were any specific tattoos that i knew zelf had and there were a couple one of them was the food pyramid <laughs> Yeah. The conversation where we were riffing tattoos is insane and hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 Zelf, you look different. I'm sorry. This is embarrassing. Oh. Have we met? Oh, man. You know, I hate hearing that in the best of times, and it's a lot harder to hear it because of time loops. My name's Astra. Astra Blep. My full name's Climate Astra, but you can call me Astra. Oh. Yeah. I'm Astra Blep. You're the hero of Fanlin. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay. So you do remember some things. But it seems like just maybe like the worst things. It's what I've heard around town. Yeah. You must be here for small. Yeah, hey, um, do you have my cousin and is he in a cage? I don't have him. In fact, I keep trying to let him out. But for some reason, he keeps on insisting that he stays put. I don't believe that. But I also don't know why you would lie in such a weird way. <laughs> As for the cage, well, I can never tell what the goblins are going to get up to with the visitors. Mm. They keep biting Manny, and they know about him. Well, that's true. Small is such a little morsel. You know, he's like such a little nugget. He's very well named. Yeah, just like accidentally pop him in their mouths. But, you know, I'm here now. I'll take care of him. I'm his older, older cousin. I've been looking after that kid my whole life, so pop him out. I mean, he doesn't have to have dinner with us, but he can hang out. I see no reason to disagree. There we go, yeah. Whose turn is it to ring the gong? Oh, I want to ring the gong. <laughs> well, let me tell you a secret. None of the goblins understand taking turns. <laughs> I ask, and they all fight over it, and then I pick one. So this time it can be you. This is a high honor, Patty. Good, because Patty was totally willing to fight the goblins <laughs> for the honor of ringing the gong. Friend to gongs. <laughs> friend, to, friend to gongs. Patty hurts. <laughs> Patty will uh, walk up to the gong and strike it with her tankard. Good gonging, Patty. Yeah, at the sound of the gong, Manny makes his way in with plates of the first course. First course is a mushroom and sage chowder. Oh. Vegan, of course, since I knew that Patty would be attending. Thank you. Smells amazing. Oh, <laughs> Astro's begrudgingly impressed. <laughs> I created this out of an interesting magical fungus I found on the edge of the Whispering Wood. It has a unique magical oh. effect, you see. I hate dinner parties that are too anxious and stressful. I wanted one where everyone could enjoy the food and each other, which is why this imbues a spell of calm emotions. 
I am liking the vibes in here tonight. Yeah, dude. Yeah, this is a smart opening salvo. Patty, how did he know you were a vegan? Like, is that well known? Yeah, I mean, it's like somehow everybody just seems to know that I'm a vegan. I don't, maybe like I walk into the room, we start chatting, and then all of a sudden everybody knows. (laughs) (laughs) That's really crazy. It comes up all the time in Mjolnir columns. Oh, I bet. Because the Mjolnir gossip columns are all about what everyone's eating or not eating. Yeah. Right. Food trends, faces and names to put with those trends. Have any of you heard about those <laughs> those consentitarians that have been the fad lately? <laughs> the vegans who think that you can eat animal products as long as the animal provides sentient consent? It's bizarre. Oh, God, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, there are so many food fads in Mjolnir. I prefer technical veganism. I've had some bad experiences with a, a certain dairy product lately that I don't want to know anything about these <laughs> sentient critters. Oh, uh, you mean like the ume mume? Ugh, I'd rather not talk about it. I'm just now getting my digestive system back in order. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I mean, it's, I mean, I feel like there's something nice knowing that like a pig has said, yeah, eat my leg. Go for it. Yeah, but the pig might be really into it. <laughs> I tried some. It didn't taste that bad. Like, I honestly didn't notice the difference. Like, some people say it tastes like good, but like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you can taste the consent. It's delicious. <laughs> Let me just say, anything connected to Zephyr's Anatar makes my eyebrow raise. <laughs> I've been trying to tour the farm, but so far they haven't return any of my letters someday mm. i'd love to see how they choose which cows to awaken oh, that's you know that's a good question anyway see, a good dude. he's asking good questions he's asking questions yeah <laughs> this mushroom chowder is paired with some seed meal bread it's a bit crackery but it's quite nice oh, yeah now that we've sat down to an enjoyable and calm dinner patty and johnny mentioned last time that all of you had some sort of proposition for me yeah, I mean, I don't know what they told you, so I don't know how much I need to say. It was a bit fragmented. Um, and it's going to continue to be until we, we perform this ritual. So, Zelf, you don't know me, but I know you. And not just because you're uh, mildly famous in various Mjolnir cooking scenes, of which I am unconnected. I know you because... Uh, we've met and been the closest that two humans can be to each other, which is casual roommates briefly. I find it very interesting that you didn't say you knew me from the great Mjolnir Bake Off. That's a first. Oh. And it makes me wonder why you're trying to butter me up so much, because people (laughs) can't wait to tell me that that's where they know me from. Uh, are you under the impression that this is me trying to butter you up? Because as a chef, you should know better. Go on. <laughs> uh, okay, you know what? I'm going to talk to you like you're the Zelf I know, um, because I, I just don't know how to engage with your energy here right now. It's very domineering in a way that I feel like some people are really going to enjoy, but which I am not enjoying. So, Zelf, listen. We have this magic journal, and we've got this magic goop, and it's all on the mm-hmm. level. You want more memories? This will get it to you. I don't. Yeah, that's it. What more do you want? 
Astra, this might be a bit on the nose, but coming from Mjolnir, I know there's no such thing as a free lunch. <laughs> she rubs her nose to make sure there's no mushroom soup on it, <laughs> but casually. like. So why are you telling me that she'll just give me these memories? What's the catch? Well, the catch is they're not my memories, and they don't belong to me, and I don't own them. They're your memories, so I, I don't think of it as a free lunch. Think of it as, this is a lunch you gave me, and now I'm giving it right back to you, bud. Ah, <laughs> if there is one thing I believe in, it's reciprocity. That's not really what this is, but if that'll get you to accept the ritual, then yeah, that's what this is. Patty, why don't you ring for the second chorus? With pleasure. Wait, no, I want to ring. Oh, okay, you can ring, you can ring, oh. it's fine. <laughs> it's been so long since I've been with people who know how to take turns. Yes, thank you, Patty. <laughs> Johnny does a big swing, but stops real, like, suddenly right in front of him, does a gentle little tap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unexpected restraint from Johnny. <laughs> So good. And he sits back down really excitedly. <laughs> Second chorus is Trout Munier, plated with some local polenta made from a creature called Blood Maze. It's a kind of evil corn. <laughs> Spooky! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what did this corn do? Yeah. It's not intelligent, but it instinctually cuts you with its knife like leaves. <laughs> Manny got a bit of a cut when he was trying to shuck it. Told him, Manny, always be careful when you're shucking whether the corn's evil or not. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> okay. okay. It makes quite a tender polenta. It is really tasty. Um, there's no blood in it, though, right? There's no Manny oh, blood. No, 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 okay, no. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. Just it's just named that because it draws blood it's not bloody by its own patty the vegan option is a roasted squash lovely paired with a riesling now once i have these memories what next well that's up to you bud honestly we'd be roommates again like i think that'd be super cool because no, we like... wouldn't be okay johnny <laughs> <laughs> what, once you get yourself once you get your memory back we will have been roommates, but we're not we're not roommates and we haven't been roommates in this loop ever. Same thing. Self, <laughs> so we might not be roommates, but we could work together to try to unravel the mystery of these time loops. Don't you want to know? Ah, so you want me to help you all with whatever you're doing. Christ. Zelf. I'm going to level with you. Mm -hmm. I know you're going to take these memories, mm -hmm. and I know that you want these memories. So I appreciate that you're playing like the big man, like, oh, oh I'm so coquettish. Am I going to take these memories or not? <laughs> oh, who could say? But my instinct is that your whole deal is that you want to know more, and you want to stick your, your pointy little self nose in places where it doesn't even really belong. So... I guess you're trying to intimidate or bargain. I just feel like you're mocking him. It's weird. Like I, I don't. I like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, Johnny. Actually, you're right. I'm being rude. I'm being impatient. <laughs> uh, despite the fact that I can feel that soothing, calming emotion mushroom winding its way through my guts. Really, that's just to keep any of you from openly attacking me. Oh, uh, that we hadn't even really considered that. Should we have? No, it's fine. Well, when three armed adventurers, one who is a famous military veteran, mm. come to your doorstep, hey. it's kind of implicit 
Is that Johnny or Patty? Oh, I think it was Patty. <laughs> oh, two of them. <laughs> and Astra. So if you had a friend who like died in the last loop and like he like meant something to you. Well, that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> we know who killed him now. And so like we could stop that. Which friend? <laughs> uh, He's exhausted by the prospect. He was apprenticed with you under the chairman? You know, there are a lot of those, and I don't remember them all. Groton. Oh, Groton. Oh, I thought we were talking about Inspector Nipnit. You had two friends in the last loop. Doesn't that excite you? Hmm. I don't know if I can survive having that many friends. I mean, none of us did last loop, but... Johnny, don't let this man convince you that he's in a position of power. <laughs> I don't know how he has managed to do that or why he thinks that's the case. I think it's the bone in his hair. So. I, it is really powerful, isn't it? Isn't it? It does. I really, yeah. It is like goblin-like snarl. Like, it's strange. Like, yeah, and all the exposed tattoos. Yeah, he does have the aura. I like that he's got the tattoos that say rise and shine because like, you know, it's like the sun sort of thing. Like, I think it's pretty good. I mean, do you want the memories themselves? Like, I guess you don't have to have them. Yeah, if you don't want them, that's fine. We'll keep them. If this yeah. is a real big burden on you, then we'll just um, we'll take all of this knowledge about the time loops and all of this information about everything we did the last loop. Oh, and the ley lines. Yeah, oh, the ley lines magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of crazy. the happenings in Mjolnir. We'll just take it and we'll put it in our little purse and we'll march off into the sunset again. And then you never have to learn any of that information. I see that now you're driving a hard bargain. Now we are playing. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a hard bargain. We have information. You want information. Honestly, this blood corn doesn't taste much different than normal corn. Like, I thought it would. <laughs> well, that's the idea. Uh, Justin, Zoplin wants to make a sense motive check because his concern is that there are strings attached. <laughs> <Yeah>. Never. <laughs> and he doesn't know what those strings are, but it seems absurd that there wouldn't be. I'm used to sense motive being against something, but I'm like, no, actually, Estra's just being honest. So I don't <laughs> Estra's like, strings? Should I put strings on this? Hold on. Yeah, Let me... ah, yeah. Uh, Justin, that's a 25. Yeah, I think 25 oh. is more than enough to know that these people are being honest with you. Self says, who wants to ring the gong for dessert? I guess I should do it. Yeah. Here, just give it. Do it. Yeah. Do it, Astra. Yeah. Gong it. Gong, gong, gong. Here's the gong hammer. Gong, 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 gong. I, roll, I rolled a nine on my strength check, so I think it's it's the, the most watery. If goblins are ringing us. It's a very soft, it's not, it just doesn't have a lot of strength, so it's not a very impactful gonging. The beads make more noise. <laughs> I'm just so calm, I couldn't hit it very hard. That's my bad. Johnny pretends like he can hear it, but gets a one on his perception check. It's really loud if you keep listening. <laughs> Dessert is a fall fruit panna cotta. <laughs> Patties was made using sunflower seeds to provide a creamy vegan base. Ooh. I found some interesting berries just on the edge of the whispering wood that impart a benign but noticeable and pleasant hallucinatory effect. Hell yeah. 
Okay. Using the polypurpose Panacea spell. It's not a dinner party if we're not hallucinating. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. I just love that as the dessert round. Just send you off right. Honestly, so if the other thing you'd remember would be recipes that you invented in the last loop, mm. and you wouldn't have to like make them up again. Like when we last talked, I like wanted to tell you about like the cookbook the chairman left you behind that I helped you find. And you got like pretty intense about mm. it. Uh, I think you stabbed the table. Oh, interesting. Wow, it sounds like maybe there should be strings attached. Huh, Zell? Yeah, what? actually, I think, think you've convinced me, Zell. There should be strings attached to this. Um, gosh, what could we... Let me ask you this. It has to be our friend. <laughs> when I get my memories back from the loop, what happens to my memories from this loop? Where does Zoblin go? It's like when you have a dream and you're a different person in the dream and then you wake up. That person doesn't disappear. They're just still subsumed within you. Well, ultimately, that was my only concern. Mm-hmm. Nice. Let's do this before we start hallucinating, because I feel like that's going to be kind of a disruptive experience. So, Zelf, you're going to make a, a praise check. You can use Tetris Charisma Modifier, which is a plus four, if that's better to your intelligence. I doubt that, though. Nah. He's a smart Zelf. <laughs> oh. Justin, I rolled a three. I want to oh, add inspiration no. to that. Okay. Total is 17. Wow. <laughs> 17 is high enough. <laughs> uh, Zelf, you place your hands onto this worn journal that the group provides you. They open this weird bottle and the strange scent fills the room. And suddenly it is like another world opens up to you and you remember everything. You remember everything shadows in <laughs> you remember <laughs> uh, your return to Mielnor, the ley line, Grattan's murder. You remember joining the ministry. You remember your roommates. <laughs> yes. And you remember these three people sitting in front of you. Well, this experience is extremely disorienting. <laughs> I thought so. you were going to say disappointing <laughs> and I was about to be sad. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Self sets the journal down and says, Patty. Hey. Johnny. Yeah. And Clymenestra. Zelf, mm. <laughs> Zelf, Zelf. How does it feel to get all those memories back? Oh, feels like when you wake up from a dream and you have an indescribable cocktail of emotions. Self is fanning his face with his hands, and he says, oh, but which one was the dream, I wonder? Mm. Oh, where's my napkin? God, I need to wipe off some of this eyeshadow. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 leave it. You look great, Zell. Honestly, it's yeah, pretty cool. It's a good look. The tattoos are pretty dope. Oh. Okay, now wait, did you have those tattoos? <laughs> I gotta know. It would be so fucking Johnny. upsetting. <laughs> Is it a mystery? Like, if it's a mystery, okay. Like, if it's got to be, like, a mystique for, like, self, like... Johnny, you don't wind up being a young elf chef in training in Mjolnir without making a few decisions, and some of those are permanent. <laughs> Does Manny is, have is tattoos? Manny, where's <laughs> <laughs> Manny? Manny, get in here. And he'll knock on the door. Yeah, Manny will make his way in. Is everything as you wanted, sir? 
<laughs> I won't figure that out for days. Manny, listen, it's on the level. Tell the goblins they won't have to swarm tonight. What? <laughs> it's like, yes, chef, we'll do, chef. Oh, and, and go get small. Cage or no cage? Cage free? No cage. Free range. Drag the cage in here. I've got the key. <laughs> Bring Gumball, too. <laughs> Zelf, we named the disenchanted Gumball. Isn't that cute? <laughs> you named the baby. <laughs> Gumball. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Manny drags this large cage in <laughs> with small inside uh, jostled <laughs> oh, around. Uh, when he enters the room and sees the three of you there, his eyes widen. But he looks a bit hopeful. Don't look too helpful, Small. I mean, we're here to save you, so you can be helpful about that. But, like, how do you keep getting into these men? Like, no, we'll talk later. Don't say anything. Yeah, unlock him. Let's get let's get this boy out of here. So, wait, Zilf, what did you want to know from him? Ha! Let's talk about that later, Johnny. Uh, yeah. Small, your cousin's here to pick you up. She's much better at negotiating than you are. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Uh, much better at lying, maybe. Wow, I didn't tell a single lie so as long as I have been in this dining room. So that goes to show you, Small, how much you know about me and the world. It also shows how much you know about negotiating. Hmm? Click. He lets him out. <laughs> Fortunately, your cousin reminded me how gauche it is to lock up college students when they don't tell you what you want to hear. It's, I mean, it's frankly rude to lock up any blep. But that's, you know, neither here nor there. But please don't try to escape on your own. The goblins still might eat you. And if they don't, the creatures in the surrounding regions might. Yeah, Small, just hang tight. We're, we're almost done with our business and we, we can get back to Fanolin. Oh, how many loops has it been? Gosh, I think it was five. About five? five loops. Five. It's been five, yeah. loops? five loops? What? Oh, did I not mention what? that? So, oh my God, <laughs> I'm so sorry. But, yeah. Um, what? Excuse me? Yeah, what? I'm so sorry. I just it didn't even occur to me what? that that would be something you'd be worried about. Yeah, Giha said it's been five loops Whoa. since uh, since the last loop we had together, the first loop. Well, I mean, but there's not a war now, right? That's right. No, I guess not. Nice. Yeah. Oh, well, that might be worse. Yeah, maybe not. It's probably fine. Oh, no. So many things are different. Yeah. Oh, no. All my memories are starting to collide with each other. It is going to be so hard to keep track of things, Elf. Is we have already been oof, running into things. Oh, five loops. And where am I? Here is the goblin chief. Yeah, king of the goblins. Isn't that exciting? Mm. But who does Bavel choose this loop? Oh, man. Bavel. Pavel's not choosing anybody. Because he doesn't have the notebook? So there's not another squad? He doesn't have any reason to choose anyone because he doesn't have his demigod artifact. Yeah, the meteor has been destroyed. Uh (gasps) Uh-oh. Well, before we go too far, should we pick up where we left off, Astra? I think you and I were having a duel to the death. (laughs) (laughs) What? Wait. No. What? No. That was with vampire Astra. I'm normal Astra. I'm oh, totally right. I'm totally normal now. So like we don't have to do that anymore. I thought you meant with a panna cotta. <laughs> it is very good. Patty is Astra. Normal Astra. Wow. I mean, as far as I can tell, she's no spookier than she's always been. Hmm. 
Thank you. I see. Wait, didn't you two tell me that last time Zelf ended up as like some sort of meatloaf? <gasps> oh, um, Justin, I would yeah. like to activate. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I just remembered. I forgot I was going to activate that as soon as I saw Zelf, but I, Astro will have also have forgotten. I spent a little bit of money on a little thing. Oh, my. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Astra has a, a really nice uh, scarab pin that she has pinned oh, uh, on her jacket, and it's, like, Ooh. thematic because it's, like, a flapper's, like, ancient Egypt kind of vibe. Yeah. And it can detect any golem within. Oh 60 my god! Feet. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. She's not getting caught unaware again by a meatloaf golem. Absolutely not. Yeah, way to learn and make new choices. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Paul. Uh, yeah, it's a golem bane scarab. It also gives me the ability to like. Com- it says to combat golems with weapons, unarmed attack, or natural weapons, as if the golem had no damage reduction too. So that's awesome. It is a good extraordinarily specific item that I invested in <laughs> that Astra picked up at a magic market. For no reason. <laughs> Justin, are there any golems nearby? No, there are no golems nearby. This is Yay! a fully elf zelf. Full zelf. Good. Well, in that case, Astra, I think I need to apologize to you. Oh, unexpected. I didn't realize, and I didn't spend enough time investigating to learn that you had been taken over by a vampire. Mm. My understanding from the literature is that vampirism is something like a mind-affecting parasite, not a pleasant thing to have, makes you into someone you're not. Mm. That can't be a pleasant thing for your roommates to simply ignore. Yeah, the fact that none of you clocked-wise... That is kind of hurtful. I just want to say, like, the fact that none of you noticed that I was evil was kind of... We had a lot going on. That's true. I mean, I know we were all sort of busy. We were all sort of in our own... You were hiding it. Yeah, I was was hiding it, but not very well. (laughs) 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 I'm not a vampire anymore. The the inciting incident for the vampire thing, we haven't even been anywhere near it. So I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's not just vampirism. It could be anything. We live in a world where it's not far-fetched to think that somebody could be replaced, mind-controlled, etc., etc. And replaced by a meatloaf golem. I was lacking in vigilance. Have a demon inside him that gets summoned weirdly. As you say that, (laughs) I need a will save from Johnny and Johnny I'm gonna have you roll tight twice oh, and no. take oh, take the worst one and this is gonna be a mind affecting effect oh no uh oh Justin you can't let us get Zelf back and then immediately get rid of Johnny no please don't alright please don't so I rolled a 20 a natural 20 on one of them but I have to take okay. the worst one guys oh, I'm sorry God. so my 3 that I rolled on my oh, other one no. for a total of 11 minus 2 Makes a nine. Please don't take oh, Johnny no. away. Please. You are too happy about that, Andrew. I just, I, like, I, this is a crazy situation. Johnny, it's as if he's possessed a bit. He uh, is acting uh, out of his own control. He's almost like a golem. But Astra, your scarab tells you that that's not the fact. But he acts as if mm-hmm. he is just a doll that somebody else is moving. There. He's just kind of expressionless. Stands up stiffly. Oh my god. He reaches behind his cape and he retrieves the implement of Hibdal that he 
was supposed to have given to Tetra. Oh. Uh-huh. What do you do with it? Johnny touches Patty with it. Oh what? my god! <laughs> what? Standing right next to Patty, turns to her. Just what? <laughs> Patty, you start to experience a similar thing as to when Ogavia was casting magic on you. You are seeing not the goblin village in front of you, but outer space again, like this strange planet. This green sky, the asteroid belt that's moving around you, and you are experiencing everything in like fast forward too. Like time is moving super quick (laughs) all around you. You're almost like a ghost walking through this like strange alien environment. Everyone is forearmed. People pass through you as if you're not there as you like move into more like bizarre civilizations on this planet too. Can either of us intercede to stop what's happening? Yeah, Zelf, Astra, what do you want to do? I don't know what's happening. Zelf <laughs> <laughs> wants to jump over the table and knock down the implement. Oh. Sure. Make a disarm. Oh, yeah. Um, why don't you guys make a perception check? If you have knowledge planes, you can make knowledge planes. Or if you don't, you can just make a flat intelligence check. I rolled, oh, no. oh, I rolled a natural one on my knowledge planes for a seven. Whoa. Yeah, I have all this knowledge planes that I've been saving up. <laughs> Just to blep your roll. <laughs> Just to blep my roll. Blepped it away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Astra is just, she's just like, I'm high. Astra's like, yeah, oh, just like the, yeah, this is just a hallucination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CMD is 25. Oh, wow. Fuck. I do think I'll give, what would your flat-footed be, Johnny? Anything? Ah, uh, 22. Well, I went ahead and added inspiration for a total of 23. Nice. Zelf, you launch yourself across the table, knock this out of johnny's hands you see that he is still kind of out of it you have 30 on your perception check yeah 20 on your knowledge planes yeah you knock the implement out of johnny's hands and as you do you see that there is a second implement that he has kept on him Uh, if this one is related to hibdal the other one is related to zitrix oh no You do see a large difference between the two, though. The one that he's holding to Patty, this one is complete. It is a a full implement. The rock is intact. It also is filled with uh, what an occultist calls their focus, Ogavia's focus. So she has also put magic inside of this. Mm. So not only is it a a complete implement, it's, it's working and it's powerful. The one on Johnny's belt is a fragment of the Zitrix one. It's one from her secret mm. room. It's not enough for her to actually use as an implement, but it's one of the that she's been mm. like collecting to try and get uh, enough. So th- this isn't the one that Johnny broke because that was the Ebner one. This is a Zitrix one? Right. <laughs> In there, he Johnny specifically was looking for any of them that were fiery colors, and mm. he has <laughs> taken the Zitrix one. Yeah. Hmm. When, when you say implement, do you mean like a chunk of stone i'm just trying for like a visual is it like a wand or so the occultist class uses implements uh, it's just part of like the pathfinder class they can be anything in the case of giha and ogavia this special one where they're using all these different god powers it has to be uh, a space rock related to the planet space rock johnny Drop the rock. The other one. <laughs> Hand it over nice and slow. Slow golem turn. All right. 
Well, Zelf wants to take it. Are we going into initiative? <laughs> PvP already! I love it! We didn't even make it through one dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Better than ever. We've had Zelf back for three minutes. <laughs> God, I'm just happy to not be the evil one this time. <laughs> uh, this is not a full Johnny and Nas situation. I feel like to make an attack against you guys would be a yeah. an easier DC to make, and Johnny will get another will save. Another one with a disadvantage, though. If Johnny is doll-like, then I want to take a turn to cast True Strike, and then I'm going to go for it. All right. Nice. What's it look like when you cast True Strike? Since it's just a first-level spell, it's not that complex. I think it's just like an d'oeuvre on a toothpick that's layered with flavors. <laughs> and the aromatic complexity opens up Zelf's senses. Mm. Eyes shoot open. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, I got a 35 with uh, a true strike. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. Totally. Do you want to hold on to it or you want to destroy it? Destroy if possible. Yeah, I'll let you destroy it if that's the route you want to take. I think so. I think this is too big of a loose end to keep. Cool. Yeah. You target the fragment of the Zitrix implement on Johnny's belt and you destroy it with whatever improvised cookware you have in your hand. Oh boy, a blunt one. Let me look at my list. A blunt one. I think this one's going to be... A nutcracker? Like a walnut? Oh yeah, so uh, it's it's going to be one of those classic, it uh, just looks like the two bars that are connected at the end. Classic, iconic. Great. It crumbles into <laughs> tiny pieces and Johnny is released from his thrall. Oh, Johnny bites. Oh no! <laughs> 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 ah. Oh, self! It was oh. really good coming up too. Like that's the that's like the true <laughs> test oh, no. of the food, right? Like it, oh, Johnny, oh. is Patty back? When the rock is removed from Patty, uh, probably staggered for one round. Mm-hmm. You are now the Patty demigod. Oh. Shit. Partially. <laughs> a similar situation to Johnny and Naj forcing himself in last loop. Demigod Patty is partially restored. But what that means is you have you have a little bit of your divine power, but you have all of your divine memories from in between. Unbelievable. Yes. yes. Holy shit. Oh Big J from Patty Thank you, beautiful listeners, for tuning in to another episode of Burnt Cookbook Party. And a special thank you to Rolling With Difficulty. If y'all are looking for another very fun, very funny actual play podcast, you should check out Rolling With Difficulty. I'll put a link in the episode description so you can click through and give it a listen. And an extra special thank you to all our Patreon supporters. Without you, we couldn't do things like have a P.O. box, which we have right now for a limited time. 
that P.O. Box will be available until the end of February. So if you want to make absolute sure that anything you send us gets in in time, now would be a good time to send it. Please direct any mail to Jenna Stieber, P.O. Box 2636, St. Louis, Missouri, 63116. That address and the physical address, in case you need that for packages, are in the show notes, so you don't have to rush to get a pencil and rewind this episode in order to get that information. It's already there, waiting for you. Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild, Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lukemeyer as Zelf, me, Jenna Stieber as Astroblep, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. This episode was edited for content by Justin Green and edited for sound by Akshay Balakrishnan. Produced by Jenna Stieber. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.